girlfriends across America. Wait, wait a minute. I don't know how to describe myself. We got to give these ladies a makeover. It's funny because cool. I feel like you're always getting on the show. I'm like, oh, wow, that's really good to know. A lot of women experience some of them. Clutch. has like a lot of different kinds of interests. <laughs> with your trending news for August 26th. Wrong one. (laughs) Have you or anyone you love ever had plastic surgery to improve something you thought just wasn't good enough about yourself? Do you consider plastic surgery to fix a problem that you just can't solve? Tonight we discuss plastic surgery, the risks, the benefits, and whether you would do it or not. All right. Welcome, everyone. Sorry about my little mix-up there. I mislabeled my uh, intro. So this is Annie, and I am with Clutch, the Real Girlfriends Across America, who is a company that has a foundation and mission to build lifelong friendships with women across the globe. We broadcast Sunday through Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific and 9 p.m. Eastern. We want to hear from you, and we are always looking for fresh topics to discuss. Tonight, we have Tawanda, Destiny, Corinne, and myself on the line, and we're going to talk about plastic surgery. Are you comfortable in your own skin? So, really great article, and it was on VeryWellHealth.com, and it was by Natalie Keita, and it was the risks and rewards of plastic surgery. So, plastic surgery is a range of procedures that reshapes, uh, restores, or alters your body in some way. It is not only for beautification purposes, The term includes a broad range of practical operations that include reconstructive surgery, craniofacial surgery, and burn treatment, and much more. So the decision to have plastic surgery should never be taken lightly, and I kind of wanted to talk about that tonight. I personally haven't been a person that's ever really considered plastic surgery or wanted it, um, and I'm grateful for that. Um, Don't get me wrong, I have my self-esteem issues, but my first question for you ladies tonight is, have you ever considered plastic surgery? If so, what would it be for? And why do why haven't you done it yet? If you have, why don't we start with you, Corinne? Um, yeah, I actually have thought about plastic surgery. Um, I would get larger boobs because I would love to go and live my life without wearing a bra ever again. So, um, yeah, that's that's the one thing that I would do, and I haven't done it because a. Um, a for a person, I can say, uh, I guess my two ex-husbands was not for it, um, and yeah, I didn't want to spend the money, and then, you know, obviously somebody wouldn't be happy with it, and there's always spending the money um, and the risk of having, right. you know, surgery. So is that something that comes, like, you've wanted for a long time, or is it just something, like, in your in your adulthood that came about, or, or did it bother you from a younger age? Oh, no, I've always wanted it. Um, Some people say I don't need it, but, I mean, that's what I want, so. Well, no, you know, I I knew a girl when I was, like, when I lived over in Germany, I knew this girl, and we were still in, you know, early high school. And she was only, I think, in seventh grade, and her breasts were so large, she had to have a breast reduction surgery at, like, 14 or 15 years old. It was kind of crazy meeting somebody and knowing somebody that had that done at such a young age, but that's one of those medical reasons for it. 
Um, my my birth mother actually had a uh, my birth mother my biological mom had a uh, breast reduction surgery as well because it was affecting her back. So Tawanda, what about you? Have you ever wanted plastic surgery for what and why? I've actually never particularly wanted it. However, I started watching. Um, I can't remember what the name of the show was. I think it was some show out of Atlanta where they were getting different things done. And I thought it was definitely unique. And if I ever did actually do it, though, I would just um, probably, oh, I may would add some more ass. Yeah, I definitely don't eat food, so I would definitely add some more ass. Want some more junk in your trunk. <laughs> but I'm definitely all for it. I think it's incredible. <laughs> well, it'd be a lot easier than doing squats because squats suck. <laughs> what about I heard squat works though, as long as you're consistent. Oh, they do. Oh, they do. But man, have you ever done them? They're terrible. <laughs> and then when you, to, yeah, when you try to sit down the next day, it's not a fun experience or going up and down stairs. So I don't recommend it. <laughs> so Destiny, how about you, honey? Have you ever wanted plastic surgery for what and why? Um, I've never actually wanted it. But if I ever did get it, I would probably get larger boobs. So I guess me and uh, Destiny are going to be a part of the the WD Club? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Did you think about, like, what type of boobs you would want to get? Like silicone or... Um, I don't, I don't know yet, but, uh, <laughs> I know there's like silicone and saline. And you heard about the different types, Tawanda, right? Of the um, yeah. different, like, silicone and saline. No. Yeah, so I guess, like, the silicone is more or less, like, I guess, like, it's basically the material, so I don't want to go into details and be wrong, but I guess it's the material that they use, and it's, like, um, there's different risks with different ones. So I think with um, silicone, it can travel. Oh, wow. Well, I I want to tell you, Corinne, you mentioned two ex-husbands that weren't really fond of it, and now that they're ex-husbands, go for your shot, girl. Get your boobs. Yeah. I know. I was thinking about that. I would you uh, not get boobs if, would, if somebody said? No. Huh? So what now? I, I was gonna no, ask, was like, gonna, would you I, not I, like? Oh, and I was gonna ask everybody, would you not get plastic surgery if somebody like, let's say, your mate says they didn't approve of it? That's a really great, great question. <laughs> Is the mate a boyfriend or a spouse? <laughs> uh, I think he's a spouse. So that, probably, that's a big deal. In my case, I probably would not, I don't think, because I feel like that'd be something that could really affect you. And actually, like we're going to talk about this in a minute, it's a, it goes along with some of the psychological risks of getting plastic surgery is if if your if your other significant other does not approve of it, it can cause relationship issues, like, to a, a deep level. Yeah, I don't. Someone has background noises. Someone has background noises. Much better. All right, I don't, so, I don't think I would either. You wouldn't yeah, I don't you think would, I would. Oh, well, I haven't. 
You're like, I already proved myself, Corinne, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but so I haven't. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. So in that case, let's let's discuss some of the psychological and social risks of cosmetic and plastic surgery. So according to Natalie Keita, to understand the psychological risks, you've got to ask yourself these questions. How will I feel if the surgery causes me to become a topic of gossip among your social circle, your work, or even your family? So, Tawanda, what do you think? How did, would you feel if you got a surgery done, what, you know, and it caused you to become the topic of gossip amongst your circle? You know, how would you feel about that? You, should, you can answer that question yourself. <laughs> and you can answer that question for me yourself. Oh, I already know. That. I don't give a shit about what anybody else has to say. The only person that could have something to say if I did that is if I was married, and that would be something I would talk to my partner about because when you're married, just like she said, hey, I want to do this, but at the time my husband's wasn't in agreement, and that's a part of marriage because yeah, it's your body, but you're married, so it's your husband's body too. But other than that, no one else has anything to say about my decision. What I learned a long time ago is if someone is not willing to die for you, they cannot live for you. Amen. That's true. And, you know, just like we were talking about, you know, if your spouse didn't want you to do it, most of us would not do that because when you're entering into that sanctity, you're, you know, you're committing to somebody. And like I said, if it can cause issues in the long run. However, I feel like if your significant other, if you really are dead set on getting something done because it makes you, your self-esteem so low and you feel like it will make you feel better and your spouse refuses for that, I would really question why your spouse is refusing because shouldn't our spouses want what's best for us and what's going to make us happy? And in that case, let's question why, you know what I mean? Like look into that a little bit deeper and maybe it's something you can resolve. What do you think, Well, some guys don't like fake stuff. Oh, you know what I'm saying? They don't yeah, like that. They don't like what? Fakeness. Fake stuff or enhancements. Oh yeah, and isn't that funny too? Because you have some that that love it. Like there's some people that like everything fake, and then you have the uh, the complete opposite end of it where you want they want just natural. And I mean that's the cool part about it. But I mean I feel like sometimes I've, I've seen some of that show botched, and I I feel sometimes really bad for these people because it, it almost seems like like they're they're reaching for a goal that's never gonna be attained, you know, especially when they're when they've made it to botched. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that like in and this is the I think that um if you're gonna get plastic surgery and let's say your your um spouse doesn't want you to get it, it depends on the reasoning. If they're saying I think you're fine the way you are, uh there's so many health risks, I mean they would have valid um points. Um, and I think that a lot of people, you know, they decide to get plastic surgery because they want to be desirable to their spouse. So if your spouse is saying, you know, I won't necessarily be that desire, you won't be that desirable if you get that surgery to me, then, you know, it makes you have a second thought. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's why, you know, um, the next question is, will it create jealousy or insecurity in your relationship? So it'd be something that you definitely need to talk about because, um, I, I can't imagine if, you know, you're, you're married to somebody that came home with new butt cheeks one day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so the next question I want you to ladies think about is what if you still feel ugly or in, inadequate after you have your problem surgically corrected? So one of the big things they were talking about is that, you know, sometimes 
this isn't about what you really look like. You know, sometimes this is like an inner mental um, emotional issue going on. And sometimes it's probably important to see if you're not just suffering from something like depression or um, another thing called body dysmorphia disorder, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Um, but you got to remember that plastic surgery can bring positive rewards as well. It's just not going to change your life. Um, it's not going to change your problems. It's not going to change any of your issues in your relationship. You know, a, Bigger boobs is not gonna is not gonna make him stop cheating, you know. So, uh, so those are some things to think about. Tawanda, what do you think about all that? In particular, the question was what again? I'm um, Annie. Oh, I, I apologize. Basically, I was saying, what if you still feel <laughs> ugly or inadequate after your problem surgically gets corrected? And I was saying okay. how basically it's inner, not outer. Oh yeah, I remember that part. I, I'm sorry, y'all. I just forgot the first part of the question. Well, the first thing I wanted to say in reference to that, I, I do love this topic tonight. Very, very important. I, I, I don't know percentages or anything like that. I think they there probably are a great deal of women that actually get stuff done that may have insecurity issues. However, I feel like it, just as many other women get it done, too, because they just really want enhancements. You know, I know yeah. – videos that I've seen of some women that going to get the boobs done, going to get the ass done because, you know, of the profession that they're getting into, are they going to be more into the limelight or maybe their lifestyle is changing or enhancing? So I, I, in my personal opinion, I think if a person is getting it done solely because of self-esteem issues and if that's what's leading you primarily, then it's going to always be something else. You understand? We, we have to deal with that no, self-esteem issue. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So exactly. so it's just really, and, and again, I always talk about associations. A lot of times when we're around positive people, we're getting good associations, we're growing. Like if she says, ah, oh, man, Tawana, I really want to get my boobs done. And I say, okay, let's go together. I'm getting my ass done. You know, but, but we're like, hey, because we're, we're, we're going to the next level in life. We're doing different things. We're traveling. We want to be on the beach half naked. She want to shake her boobs like Dolly Parton. I want to have on some dudes and be like, oh, my ass is fatter. You know, but it's, it's, it's a different thing than, oh, my man don't want me and I got to go get my ass done because he might leave me and he leave you any damn way. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so okay. if you're getting it done for self-esteem issues, to me that's a big red flag because something else is going to come along down the way and you might have to get that fixed right. too. Um, and that's not going to, to right. me, solve the problem. That's only putting a Band-Aid on it. Amen. I, I, I agree. Because, you know, really there's no such thing as physical perfection. I mean, for everybody who's different and has different tastes in people, so who's the perfect person? There is no such thing, you know. Um, and, and people can form an addiction to the surgeries. Like I said, those people on Botched, I don't know if you guys have watched that show. You should watch that show. It's crazy. Uh, they've had people on there, these women that are trying to look like Barbie dolls. It's crazy. Um, you know, they're aiming to look like a famous person or they try, strive to look – I've even saw one that was striving to look like a sex doll. So it, it's – insane like she was going to the sex doll factory to to try to have them make a sex doll that she could look like it was insane to me um but this disorder body dysmorphia disorder is um characterized by people who strongly perceive imperfections within themselves um it's a psychological disorder that's characterized by obsessive fixation on a perceived physical flaw or flaws um in many cases people with bdd have undergone several plastic surgeries but are chronically unhappy with the results. So I, I believe that body dysmorphia disorder probably has some different levels to it. You know, I've even experienced a couple months ago 
you know, with coronavirus and everything, I was a bartender and I, and I had lost my job because of that. And I've been struggling, you know, lately to survive. And I was applying for jobs and going on all kinds of interviews. And I went down one day and I was feeling really good. I took a shower, put some makeup on and I was feeling really good. And I drive down to this interview and I walk in and it's at this bar and the guy at behind the bar was like, Oh, can I help you? And I said, yeah, I'm here for an interview. And then he just literally looked me up and down. He said, okay, you're, you're on a whatever. And he said, your number's this. Okay. I got three more people coming. I'll let you know. Right. And so on the way there, I was feeling all pretty and took a selfie and I was like, Oh, and then on the way home, I looked at the selfie and I was like, Oh, I don't look pretty. I look ugly. You know, like, like just that situation made me feel bad about myself because he based it on my looks. And I was just like, Oh, okay. I guess I'm not his cup of tea, which is fine, but it still can affect you emotionally. You know, um, destiny, what do you think about that? Oh, sorry. Can you repeat the question? Oh, I'm just talking about body dysmorphia disorder and basically how, you know, I feel like there might be levels. Have you ever experienced this? Do you know somebody who's had this um, or you think they might have this? Um, um, I I haven't personally. I don't know anyone who has. Um, I mean, my, you guys all know my whatever, my body dysmorphia, and I, um, it's basically just that I can't see and can't walk, but, you know, I'm trying to get over that, and I, but other than that, I don't know anyone else who has experienced that. But, but see, you have the voice of angels, so we get to listen to you sing. <laughs> Corinne, what about Thank you, sweetie? You. Can you um, repeat the question one more time? Sorry. It's okay. I'm talking about body dysmorphia disorder. Do you, you know how it, I think that it might be different levels. There might be different levels of it. Have you experienced anything like that feeling that I explained in my story? Or do you know anybody who might have it? Or have it? Um, <laughs> um, I, I think so. Um, what I will say is, I think that, because I've been um, modeling since I was 17, and it's just a harsh industry, so maybe my way of thinking is based off of that industry. Um, from, like, 17 right. to 21, I couldn't, I was, like, under contract, so I couldn't change my look at all, even if I wanted to. Um, right. So I think the way that I perceive myself is more or less of what time maybe what the customer was looking for. So if I looked right. a certain way, I wasn't able to change myself because they would send out his shots, you know, saying that this is right. what I look like. So I wasn't allowed to change myself. Um, and just right. knowing that, okay, this season you may be in, this season you may not be in. So I think that plays a, a lot of, you know, a lot of role in, in how I think about myself. Well, I think it probably put a lot of stress on you as well. I mean, I can't imagine um, how much, I mean, I know I've done, I've done some modeling and stuff before and like, and yeah, you know, it can be pretty, it can be pretty, I want to say humbling, but that's really not the word. It's, it's, you know, it can be pretty mortifying. <laughs> sometimes, really. You know what I mean? Like it's very like, competitive. You know, yeah, exactly. And, and some people aren't very nice about it. They're just like, Oh, okay, that's doing more stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tawanda, what do you got to say about BDD? See, 
CBD oil? <laughs> no, body dysmorphia disorder. But that's good stuff too. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm not familiar with that though. Um, I don't even know that I've ever even really heard of body dysmorphia disorder. Yeah, it's an actual it's an actual disorder that um, some people suffer, and literally, like their brain will not allow them to see reality in a mirror. Um, and you know, where there isn't rolls and fat, they will just see rolls and fat. Like, um, you know, and a lot of that is like what leads to a lot of the, uh, like anorexia and bulimia, a lot of the, um, eating disorders because they're trying to be perfect and starve themselves because they have this idea that the skinnier they are, the more beautiful they are. And that a lot of people that suffer from that type of thing have this disorder. Okay. Okay. I I definitely um, can understand that. And just from, like movies that I've seen, I'm a lifetime junkie, especially back in the day. Um, a lot of people were having eating disorders, um, bulimia, and so on and so forth. I believe that it's real. I believe that um, it's something you definitely can't take for granted, as well as I just, I just think that as we have people who truly care about us, good circle of supports, we can kind of encourage each other. If you want to look better and, you know, get gain weight, lose weight, et cetera, I'm definitely all for it. Just do it healthy and just do it safely. And anyone that is suffering from the the disorder that you just mentioned, um, hopefully they're not going through it alone and they have some type of support system right. to get the encouragement that they actually need because, yeah, I think that's real. I, I've seen movies of people well, that it, have, like, anorexic and they're taking pills and they're, they're, they're making this a vomit. And it's, it's it's a painful thing to see someone go through that. You know, and I, I just think, wanted to um, no. Oh, no, go ahead, yeah. Oh, no, I was just going to add one thing. The, the first time I even heard of that was um, maybe, I want to say it was less than 10 years ago, um, but somebody that maybe you all know, um, Little Kim, she spoke out about having and dealing yeah. with um, that disorder. Yeah. Well, you know, um, that's something maybe we should do a show on maybe one of these days because I actually did um, suffer an eating disorder. I've never really talked about that in public, but um, but uh, I'd be willing to because I know, like, what how I suffered when I went through that because I was so concerned about what everybody else thought and what everybody else wanted, and it tied into a lot to my biological mom and her drinking. Um, and I went through therapy, and, and now, you know, I keep myself in very good shape, And but that's part of my history, so maybe we can do a show on that one day, you guys. So we're yes. going to take a break real quick, and then we're going to come right back, and we're going to talk some um, health risks of plastic surgery. Real Girlfriends Across America is on Patreon. Please follow us at patreon.com forward slash Real Girlfriends Across America. We strive to bring good content, and we appreciate every show of support. Your donation could make a world of difference. Thank you for listening and all that you do. Clutch on to your drinks while we listen to today's trending news story. Have you or anyone you love ever had plastic surgery to improve something you thought just wasn't good enough about yourself? Do you consider plastic surgery to fix a problem that you just can't solve? Tonight we just... 
Obviously, that wasn't the trending news. I'm having issues with my thing. But the trending news for today was that plastic surgery has actually increased during the coronavirus. There's actually studies that show a lot of a lot of the plastic surgery doctors are talking about how they they have they would be able to be open six days a week right now because since people are working from home right now, they figure that it's a good time to recover. So isn't that a crazy thought? Sorry about the technical difficulties, but good thing I remembered. <laughs> good Lord. Sorry about my technical problems today, you guys, but I appreciate your patience. So now we're going to talk about some of the health risks. We've only got about 20 minutes left, so I really want to get some of your input on this, ladies. Um, certain risks that are common for all surgical procedures as well as plastic surgery is infection, bleeding excessively to the point of hemorrhage or hematoma, blood clots, tissue death, delayed healing, risks associated with anesthesia, which include shock, respiratory failure, allergic reactions, cardiac arrest, coma, and even death, pneumonia, loss or change in sensation, the need for secondary surgeries, paralysis, or less severe nerve damage. So in addition to this, the success of plastic surgery can be subjective, like I was talking about before, how, you know, you could still be unhappy with, with yourself if your self-esteem isn't on a good level afterwards, even if you do get a nose job. So, you know, if the results are unsatisfactory to you, what are you going to do? Um, there could be things like contour irregularities. So, you know, the surgery might not end up as good as you wanted it to. And it, like that show box, that's how those people end up there. Or you have a doctor that's not good enough and doesn't have credentials that, that support it. Because I, I do believe I've heard this before and I should, I should research it more, but the last I had heard a, a plastic surgeon, there's not a specific degree for the plastic surgeon themselves. As long as I think they're just a surgeon or some type of doctor, they can actually get a certification instead of actually studying and getting a degree in plastic surgery. So that can be pretty scary as well as the people who travel over, you know, well before the coronavirus and everything was shut down, people go to Mexico or Costa Rica or some crazy thing to get plastic surgery done for cheap. And I don't know, I don't trust that. <laughs> what do you think, Corinne? I think that, um, yeah, I think with any surgery, there's risk, um, and especially if you're going to have a surgery that's unnecessary, um, you have to consider all those those risks and, and see if it's going to outweigh the, um, you know, outweigh the benefits of what you're going to actually receive, and it's important that you do pick a doctor that, you know, you didn't find on Craigslist, possibly, right. um, and just be safe right. about it. <laughs> You know, and that's the thing, though, you know, we say that and giggle, but there are people out there that, that you know, they're so desperate for uh, for approval that they think that might be the only way out. And, and desperation causes people to do things that are not the smartest things to do sometimes. Uh, Tawanda, how do you feel about all that? I just agree with what C said because I actually um, know of a, a friend of mine that had a, a cousin that had um, a surgery. It wasn't like um, plastic surgery, but she was actually having gastric bypass because she wanted to um, lose weight. And when you get gastric bypass, I'm not really sure for everyone, but in that situation in particular, she had to go through, like, the counseling. She had to make sure her will was updated and all her affairs right. was in order because, you know, anything could happen. And she died. Yep. I'm so, oh, man. Yeah, and, and that was over ten years ago. But I mean, but but guess what? Life, we can wake up and walk outside and get hit by a bus. Life is about risk. If you want something, you got to do it. 
You got to do it. You can't. We can't live in fear. We got to do it. I'm just the type. See, that's, I'm just the type that I went skydiving. That's my type of type of uh, risk that I take. <laughs> I guess you know. Oh, I, I love to do that. I've had to have a couple surgeries throughout my life, um, and I've had a big, like I had a, a big deal surgery. Uh, I broke my neck partially in a car accident in like 2009, and and it took like four years to find a neurosurgeon. It was awful. That's when I got addicted to pain pills because they had me on them for so long because I had this messed up neck, and it was healing the wrong way. So I ended up going in and had to have a fusion and a plate put in. And it's, it was insane and terrifying because they literally went through the front of my neck. And I saw, you can barely see the scar. He's a great surgeon. Um, but I have a plate in my neck and like they move your jugular and your freaking veins out way and go through the front. And it's, it's crazy. And it was terrifying. Um, and then I also had a knee surgery. And every time I go under anesthesia for anything, it terrifies me because you could, there are risks. And every time you have to sign the paper that says, you know, hey, I won't, my family can't sue. I know that I could die from this. And that's, that shit's real, you know. So that being said, let's talk about the rewards of a successful plastic surgery. The psychological rewards can lead to increased self-esteem and confidence. It can relieve your social anxiety. It will make you comfortable in your own skin. And with this new confidence, you can show improvement in everything. You know, it's even shown to show improvement socially, professionally, and romantically. Um, Some of the plastic surgeries can yield improvements in quality of life. Usually these are the ones that are more medically practical or medically necessary, like you were talking about the gastric bypass surgery, um, you know, and that's when insurance gets involved and who's going to pay for it. But um, like my, my biological mom, she also had a tummy tuck because it was hanging over and she was getting a rash underneath. So she was able to medically get it paid for because of that rash she kept getting. So that was kind of interesting. Um, and then <laughs> also the boob reduction, like we talked about before, to help with back problems, people get eyelid lifts to improve their vision. Um, in addition to that, some people who have the gastric bypass surgeries and lose a lot of weight, they'll, they've, they will have like 20 pounds of loose skin hanging after all their weight loss, so plastic surgery can help them get rid of that. Um, also, breast cancer survivors who have had to have mastectomies after severe breast cancer um, can be reconstructed, which has got to, you know, I couldn't imagine having to go through that. My grandmother on my stepdad's side actually had a double mastectomy from breast cancer. So, um, you know, I watched that and it's, it's a, you know, the, we love our boobs. There are boobs, you know? <laughs> um, so I think that, you know, that's pretty cool that they have that option out there to, to make women feel pretty and, and womanly again. Um, in addition to that, we car accident survivors get getting reconstructive surgery or burn victims. Um, they use plastic surgery to try to reconstruct uh, burn victim skin and face after, especially when, um, you know, it's severe burns. So the rewards and risks are both high, you know, they're highly individual. So for each person, these risks are going to, are going to be, you know, to different levels depending on your, your own situation. So I think, you know, the most important thing is that you consult a doctor, you talk to your friends, you talk to your family, you talk to your significant other, and you be, you know, upfront and honest and then, and then really outweigh the, you know, weigh the benefits and the risks of it because it can be, it can be deadly and it can also not yield the, what you expect or what you want from it. The surgeon's credentials and references, uh, my opinion would be not to go to Costa Rica or Mexico. I don't know. Tawanda, what do you think? I'm definitely all in when it's safe. (laughs) 
But anyways, <laughs> ask, ask lots of questions and be honest with your answers. Um, and make sure you don't, like, try to any discount. Discounted ones are probably not a good idea either. So do you ladies have anything else you'd like to add on the on what we've talked about tonight? Yeah, just be safe if you decide you want to get anything cosmetically done. I definitely agree, and I just want to say that um, actually, like, I'm not sure of the show, Annie, but, and Corinne probably knows it because she watched all these interesting shows, but, like, people are having the surgery, and, I mean, I think it's amazing. Like, they have some kind of crazy stuff on TV, but let's say someone wants to get their boobs done or they want to get their ass done or get something taken off. Just kind of going to the doctors that specialize in it, it's just amazing how, like, there's so many doctors specializing in different things, and you're going through the process, you're seeing how you want to like it, like the booze you're talking about getting, like, silicone, or you're getting this, or you're getting that. Right. It's just, like, the world just keeps changing so much. Just when you think it's, it's amazing, something else amazing happens. So, um, right. yeah, it's, it's just really interesting. It's It's really, really interesting. At the different things we can do in technology and plastic surgery right. and how popular it is, even from when, like, the first person that I can really think of that I know that got their nose done was Michael Jackson. And oh, I yeah, was I upset that. with Michael Jackson. Yeah, because I loved how Michael Jackson looked. And then I was kind of feeling a little, some type of way when Kim, little Kim got her nose done because I didn't like it. I still don't like it. Sorry, Corinne. I know you love her. And even with Mimi Leakes, I think she got her nose done. And then people are also becoming lighter, like they're getting their skin lightened. What do you think about that, Corinne? I mean, I'm not the whole, like, bleaching. The the thing with the bleaching is that's a lifetime commitment. Like, the second you stop bleaching, um, and I actually went to high school with a girl who, Bleach when we were in high school, and she had like a little dark um, mark on her nose, which was her true color. And mm-hmm. you know, fast forward to maybe a year ago, when um, one of our, our mutual friends seen her, and she said that she is um, darker than I am. And when we were in high school, she was maybe like five shades lighter than I was. Um, Ooh. And yeah, oh, now wow. she's you know she's a, a, a darker complexed girl, um, and she stopped bleaching, and that's what happened. She actually is darker than what she started off to be. Wow. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm grateful. I am grateful that um, that I've had, you know, I've been able to come to and accept myself. Um, you know, I, I know that I'm not perfect, and I do have my moments, you know, but for the most part, I try to remain, I try to keep myself confident enough, and, and I do that by taking care of myself, you know, um, I'm just grateful that I'm able to do that because I, I, I feel for people. And even in my past of when I went through before, and I remember how I felt at that time, uh, that suffer with this because, you know, it sucks when you walk out of your house and you don't want to walk out of the house. You don't want to go to the store. You don't want to do anything because you're embarrassed of how you look. And, and mm-hmm. that's a bad, bad, you know? And, uh, so I'm just hoping that people, you know, reach out for help before they go do something crazy, um, like bleaching their skin <laughs> yeah, I just everybody I think yeah, it's so I think I don't really know why people bleach their skin and get their nose but, but again I think sometimes people do it because if they're in like the entertainment industry and there's a certain look that quote unquote you need to have to be quote unquote accepted into the right. industry and so on and so forth. So um well, Yeah, that's real interesting, like, huh? 
You remember you Pamela said Anderson, what? right? I mean, Pamela Anderson? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. That's, that's another one. I mean, she's had multiple facial stuff done, I'm sure, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, my gosh, yeah. See, in, in my opinion, you know, I just feel like, like that's just, oh, I don't know. I, I feel like sometimes a little bit too much, you know? And it's funny because like when um like a, before a new artist um comes out, well they used to do they used to put them through like a training, and the training would um consist of them actually working on what they look like visually, and a lot of times they went and got enhancements because that's what they're labeled so that they needed to keep up with you know looking like a Beyonce or looking like whoever yeah. has the biggest butt out here today. So, you know, and they're doing it for their career, and I'm sure, and it's obviously that's not a good thing that you want to do, try to keep up with the trend when it comes to your body. Oh, you know, I remember something, too. You guys ever see that, you ever see that movie Face Off when Nicolas Cage and uh, John Travolta in the the movie, they switch faces, like they do the surgery. Yeah, but that's the wrong Oh, that's some scary stuff. I don't know. They have some pretty weird stuff that goes on out there. But in the long run, I think that, you know, try to work on your self-esteem first and make sure it's not an inner issue. Um, do you ladies have anything else you'd like to add before we end for tonight? No, that was good. I really appreciate this topic. I think it's really definitely a hot topic and definitely something that we should revisit again. I would to eventually talk to someone that's actually had it done um, or seriously yeah, considering, okay. like, getting it done and, like, getting ready to get an appointment. That would be really, really interesting. We're going to have to see yeah. if we can find somebody to come on to talk about that with us. That sounds like a great idea, Tawanda. All right, Absolutely. Well, thank Maybe Corinne to go get her boobs done and talk oh. to us. You said what now? Yeah. <laughs> Corinne's like, you going to pay for him? <laughs> All right. I, I'll help. Of course. <laughs> I think I can put a couple. I'll put, I can put like 20 down for it. <laughs> 20 down? 20K? Okay. Let's, let's start a GoFundMe. <laughs> GoFundMe. Ah, yeah, Easy. we definitely can do that. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Them, definitely come see them. They can see what they pay for. <laughs> we can exactly. Take C's to C's to D's. <laughs> <laughs> well, double D, double D. They're oh, a D. Well, that works. Take some double Ds. Okay. Well, that's a tongue twister. All right, guys. Thanks for calling in and listening in. I can't wait until next time. Tomorrow we're going to talk about another great topic. Make sure you listen and join us Sundays through Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific and 9 p.m. Eastern. Have a peaceful and prosperous night, my friends. You Thank too. you for listening Thank you. to yet another episode right. of Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. Clutch on to us tight by following us on all of our social media platforms. This includes Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. Like, share, and follow us. Did you miss the episode? Don't worry. You can listen to us anywhere where podcasts are being played, including Apple Podcasts, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Speaker. Don't forget to watch us on YouTube by searching for Real Girlfriends Across America and visit our website at www.realgirlfriends.org. And until next time, touch on to your best friend and stay tuned.